You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing today? How you doing? Huh? I ain't seen you since last week. Unless you've been watching some apps today, perhaps. Yeah? Have you? I hope you're doing good. You know I always want to know how you're doing. I hope you're doing good. I'm maintaining one day at a time. That's all I can do. Today's episode, as you saw by the title, is about climate change. Global warming. It's getting hot in here. Uh, her. <laughs> Global warming. Is it real or is it BS? Is it live or is it Memorex? For my old school people to know what that's like. If you're under 30, you're like, what? What's a Memorex? <laughs> Yo, I think it's both. I'm going to lay out some points for both and you can decide for yourself but yo for me you know we get these short windows of life maybe a hundred years right if you're lucky or cursed I don't know depending on how you look at it some people say the good die young I don't know maybe I'm, I, I thought I was good but I'm over 50 so I don't know right but so It seems to me, with all things considered, that the weather patterns are changing all over the planet. All over the planet. Right? You know, like when you were a kid, you are immune to the weather unless you've been exposed for too long and it's like too late. You know, because I read all the time kids, you know, in, in, in extracurricular sports, passing out. Some even perish, sadly, because they're just not built for it. Like, you know, I'm from New York City, but I live in Texas have for quite some time. And it's for real hot. Like, the South is the South, and it's got a reputation for being hot, and it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's dangerously hot sometimes. And they start back to school like in August and started football practice in August and no I'm not doing it and unless my child was gung-ho and was just like I want to do this so badly I would never push him to do it neither I am a man of leisure okay I don't really enjoy being uncomfortable And hoorah and go team. And while I love watching professional football, and I know all that it takes to get there, they usually start from a football in the crib on up. Before they can walk, they're holding a football. So you do you and do that. And if you were built for that, if you were born for that, if you enjoy that, I give you all the props. And I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching those, those talented Athletes do that. But for me, I'm not putting on pads and jerseys and a helmet in a hundred degree weather. Not doing it. 
I don't even want to be outside just walking to the mailbox. It's too hot for me. Anything over like 72 degrees, it's a wrap for me. Now, I could take the 10 degrees. I could be out there all day. That's just how I'm built. Some people built for hot weather. I'm not saying no nationalities, but there are certain people, peoples, that are born closer to the equator. That their culture, their countries are closer to the equator, so they're more adapted. Me being born and raised in New York City, I'm used to four full seasons. Here in the South, I don't think they really have four full seasons. It might be three at best. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and just let you know, that's not like a secret sign or nothing. That's me saying three. Okay. I know there's all these hand signals and stuff. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So the, the, there's been a lot of debate, typically divided. On the political sides of the aisle, right, left, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. And, you know, certain one side says climate change, global warming is a farce. It's fake. The other side said, here's the data or data, tomato, tomato. And this is happening. <laughs> so... Is the data skewed? Is it being manipulated? Is it actual? What do you think? Shoot me an email, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about this issue because we're talking about really the survival of the planet and Earth and us, the creatures on it, because we're fragile. We're real tough, but we fragile at the same time. Right? Like if the poles shift, it's a wrap. Unless you part of the inside a crew that got the contingency plan deep in the mountain with the air filtration, the water filtration, and about a hundred years worth of food and generators and all the weapons and all the stuff, and you ready for any catastrophe. And believe you me, there are those out there that are well prepared. So, me and my family is toast. We toast. I'm just going to say that. I, I, if you are one of those rich, connected people, I just want to share the Mike's Opinion podcast. Mike and my family, good people, let us in. Can we get into the mountain or the undersea hideaway or the underground, like 30, 30, you know, 20 miles underground, the secret bunker that you got? Can we be part of the new Noah's program? Reach out. I would like my bloodline to survive with good people. <laughs> yeah. But most of us would be going. And I probably should have prefaced this episode, which is what I'll do now. I haven't gone in too deep that this is not meant to scare anyone. Some of the things that I'm going to say today, and this is, is a pretty serious topic actually, but I like to, you know, you can't ever not laugh. You, you gotta, Face everything with some amount of humor. You know? Because ultimately, we all going to go one way or another. Whether it's climate change or anything else. Natural causes in your sleep. But, I, I just, um, I don't know. 
these temperatures, these storms, tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, according to the research I've done for this particular episode, and I'm, I'm, you know, as always, I go down the rabbit hole, I spend hours researching, pulling this article, I try to get both sides, or three sides, even the independent side, looking at this, and the data, like I said, seems to be speaking for itself, okay? First, I'm going to tell you why I think this is real. Climate change and global warming is real. Then, I'm going to tell you why I think it's BS at the same time. And it's like, yo, Mike, you got to do one or the other. You can't have both. Let me, let me tell you why. Let me explain. So first, on the, the side that global warming and climate change is real, and it seems very, very real based on the data. Um, according to a scientist, um, named Michael Mann, and if you're in this space, you know his name very well. Uh, Penn State climate scientist, Michael Mann came up with the hockey stick theory, and the hockey stick basically is a hockey stick laying on his side, the long end and then the short end going up. It's representative of a graph that went back, um, I don't know, maybe a couple thousand years. And it showed temperatures and that there is a clear, clear, measurable spike. Now, they do this from tree rings, they measure shells, and they've all got all these scientific means of finding out what the temperature was thousands of years ago. Because in actuality, we've only been keeping actual recent weather records since 1880. So, as far as man, like, really got weather records, we don't know. And I'm going to get back to that in a moment. So... There was a another um, study that went back further, 11,300 years ago. And they said that was the only trouble uh, with Michael Mann's hockey stick is that it didn't go back far enough. But even then, it was still a hockey stick. According to the data, there is, without a doubt, Zero doubt that global temperatures are rising. The ocean is getting warmer. The ice sheets are shrinking. Glaciers are retreating. Snow cover is decreasing. The sea level is rising. The Arctic sea ice is declining. Extreme weather events are increasing in frequency and intensity. And ocean acidification is increasing. I know that's a lot. Excuse me. But these are facts. 
Even the, 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 the deniers, the climate deniers, cannot deny these facts. I'm going to get back to the climate deniers here in a moment as well. Knowing these things, that based on the last 11,000 years or so, these spikes, all of these changes are increasing at a rate that is unprecedented. It's jumping up quick. All of these changes that I just mentioned are happening fast. Faster than it's ever been measured. Like, extremely faster. Drastically faster. Like I said, I'm not really trying to scare. That's not my intention of this episode. I just thought it was an interesting topic. And it was suggested to me um, by my brother and my wife. When I was like, yo, what you think I should talk about today? And I have a list, and I'm, I'm almost like saving my list, and they're going to take more research um, to get to. But anyway, so I said, yeah, you know, that, that's I, I want to talk about that. It's always in the news, and summer is, is coming, right? We just did Daylight Savings Time a few days ago, and uh, so now... I don't really like, just to digress for a second, as I always do. I like when it get dark early. A lot of people want more light. Oh, we could do more. Be productive. No, go sit down. What's wrong with sitting down? Why we got to work, 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 work? We're not ants. We've been instilled with this work, labor, labor, work, get productive, productive, productive. No. Why can't we just sit back with a martini? I don't even drink martinis. I don't know why I said that. But a nice beverage. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and enjoy the planet and relax. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm not trying to scare anyone. But do you remember the surprise for the vast majority of us? For some it wasn't, and I'm not going in this episode, but the vast surprise September 11th, 2001 was 9-11. How surprised we were that coordinated attack, the Pentagon and the World Trade Center and, and, and how horrible and, and tragic and unexpected it was for most of us. Woke up that day, <clears throat> excuse me, and that happened. Well, cataclysmically speaking, you could be woken up or going through your day and all of a sudden, the North and South Pole decide to move. Unprecedented tsunamis. Earthquakes beyond imagination. Total devastation to the human race. And it's not really a matter of if. It's a matter of when, because this has happened before. The North and South Pole are moving now. And they have moved drastically 
in the past. For these reasons, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't have my tea. I should have my tea before I started today. Excuse me. I believe climate change is real. Global warming is real. I believe those that are in the scientific community, in the meteorological community, these, these measurements have been made and they have documented and chronicled these changes and have said, as far as we can go back up to 11,300 years, it was like this, and now it's going like this. Quickly, like there's a huge spike. And this is why the common sense people of us, and regardless of climate change, which I just said I believe is real, why aren't we utilizing wind, solar, and hydropower? Just from a smart human perspective, we have learned and been able to put into practical utilization turning the power from the sun, the energy from the sun, into usable electricity. Why isn't every car, every building, every residence, everything solar powered? We have an endless, well, hopefully endless, I'm pretty sure our sun is going to burn out one day too. Supposedly billions of years from now, so we hope. But we have this endless source of energy. I was talking to um, a good friend of mine prior to making this episode, and when I asked her that, she said something I already knew. But the people that make coal and oil and petroleum and gasoline and additives, they have had a hold and a powerful empire and many, 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 many billions and billions of money has been made. So if the world converted to what's called all of those things I just mentioned are called renewables, renewable energy, their profits would sink drastically or become non-existent. My friend that I was talking to, she just recently bought a house and I was asking her what she's doing to solar. Has she been approached for solar? She said, yeah, a couple times. And here in Texas, you see it advertised all the time as if it's free, but she said she'd still be on the hook for about $30,000, $40,000 because where she lives, she has a co-op and they don't buy back the energy. Anyway, wind, I don't know for sure. But it seems like historically many owners of land and farmland had a well and a windmill. Now we have wind turbines that generate electricity. It's hard for me to understand why this isn't universally applied across the whole planet. It seems like a no-brainer to me. 
instead of burning fossil fuels, which is a destructive process, a polluting process. Another reason that I believe climate change, beyond all the science, is logic. And you know, that's my motto here. That's my tagline or whatever you want to call it at the podcast is logic unleashed. We unleash the logic here. And logically speaking, if you have a spewing, constant spewing of gases into an atmosphere, that atmosphere is going to be affected. And we have been spewing all kinds of pollutants for a long, long, long time. And to think that that doesn't affect our atmosphere when we have a, a layers, we have these layers of atmosphere. Of course, you've heard of the ozone layer. Some of this stuff gets trapped. It doesn't just go off the planet. It gets trapped in our, in our bubble. So to think that doesn't affect our weather just is illogical to me. So our human effect, I do think, contributes. How much it contributes, I don't know. Does it contribute on a, on a global scale? I think perhaps that's a real possibility. And a lot of people will say that, uh, these climate scientists say that's actually. Whether this was going to happen naturally or not, we have contributed to speeding it up greatly. I don't want the world to end. I love our planet. I recycle. I'm a tree hugger. Now, I've never volunteered for Greenpeace. But... And certainly I'm, I'm guilty I can lower my carbon footprint. Unfortunately, it takes more money to lower your carbon footprint. But there are things you can do that my family and I try to do. I'm trying to do my part to contribute. But I don't want to see this earth wash us off the face of it. Because I don't want to see who, I don't want people to die. I think it's inevitable in some lifetime, whether it be ours or any generations in the future. And there's a myriad of things that could, that could contribute to that. From the Earth's core not acting right to an interstellar body asteroid meteor coming to the pole shifting to to a variety of things that could contribute to a global disaster that happens all at once. But the science, the logic, all point to this being true and that this is happening at an accelerated rate. That the earth is getting hotter. So, that's why I believe in it. I believe in climate change and global warming. This is why I think it's it's real, it's authentic, and um, it's happening.
Now, on the other hand, why I think it's BS, it's bogus, it's fake, it's whack. And I'll start basically at the last point that I just made that all the gases and pollutants we've been spewing, this earth is large. And it has filters to filter itself that the industrialized hotspots that do these pollutings over the last few hundred years, is it really affecting the planet on a global level? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of the climate deniers say, look, Earth's too big. Our little pollutants ain't doing nothing. One of the main reasons I'd say is possibly BS is because we don't know. Now, this planet, I'm not questioning anybody's religion at all. I'm just speaking scientifically. This earth is billions of years old. We've only been keeping weather records since 1880, but we have other ways of measuring the planet. Like I said, tree rings tell a story. Um, shells from the sea tell stories about temperature. There's scientific ways to find out what the temperature was back in these days, prehistoric times, all of these, all of these times, I had a, a chart here, um, you know, the, the Paleozoic as uh, time period, uh, which goes back like I don't know, two hundred fifty million years ago, the the Mesozoic episode, I mean, period, the Cenozoic. You know, and the, the Holocene period, all of these periods, right? They have these periods based on rock layers and sediment. It's beyond my side. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an archaeologist. I'm not a geologist. I, they know how to measure this stuff, supposedly. Just like carbon dating is a thing, right? So, wasn't nobody here. And we don't have records. Now, there may be ancient lost civilizations that we have yet to unearth that may be so buried under sediment the last time the poles shifted, it just cleaned off the earth. They're so deep down, we'll never find them. Maybe they were advanced civilizations like Atlantis, right? Or others. Their whole existence and any evidence of it Buried or um, evaporated, decimated, disintegrated, gone. This could be a natural cycle of the earth and our pollutants have nothing to do with it. This is why I say it's very possible this could all be 
bogus and we're just worry warts because certain humans, a lot of humans, we got to know everything. We have to explain everything. We have to research everything. We have to find out the why for everything. We can't just let stuff be. Right? So, these spikes that these scientists are measuring in support of climate change could be a naturally occurring thing. Because this is older, this earth, this planet is older than your grandmama, your great great grandmama, your great 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 granddaddy. All I mean, we can go great great great. I could just say great for like an hour, and it's still old for that. Than that, than that. So who knows what this planet does in cyclical fashion? Maybe every hundred thousand years, every one million years. We don't know. All we have is this to measure by. I do know I have seen in my years, it appears to me, things are changing. But you know what also changed? Is our ability to know what's happening on the other side of the planet in real time. We do know Parts of like Antarctica, like giant ice shelves that was there for like the last hundred years and back further are breaking off. Does that happen so often naturally? Perhaps. Is it because of us? Perhaps. I'd love to say I know for sure, but I don't. And he said, yo, Mike, what's the point, man? You're freaking me out. First of all, relax. Okay? Mortality is real for all of us. We know this. There's no need to panic. But the point of this episode was not only information, and hopefully to be mildly entertaining, but the point is this. Regardless if climate change and global warming are real and the data is true and without a doubt we're heating up faster than it's ever been known or if this is just a natural occurrence here on planet Earth. We the humans and inhabitants of planet Earth should be doing much better to take care of it. That is my point. We should love this Earth and treat it accordingly. Today, the FDA is doing something that they hadn't done. They're getting ready to try to regulate, I think it's PFAS, and I, I should have added that to my research, but these uh, forever chemicals, like your your coatings and your pans and all these things that are, without a doubt, in all of our drinking water, 
and our water systems all over the place. They're going to try to stamp that down. And I think that's like trying to put a cat in the back. I don't, it's, it's going to be a struggle because how do you do that? Got to have that nonstick pan, right? Well, I don't like them. I like metal pans. I wish I had a stone pan. Like somebody beat a rock and molded it into a pan. That would be awesome. Anyway. If you know of a stone frying pan, not frying pan, but a stone pot and pan set, affordable, let me know. Affordable. Please support the show while I'm thinking about that. Like, share, subscribe, comment, follow. Do that. And if you would like to contribute financially, I could definitely use it to grow the show. There are links in the show notes, PayPal, Cash App, GoFundMe, um, Venmo. All of that is there. I would appreciate your support. I recycle if you don't get a I have a glass I have a, several glass water bottles and I have a water filter I don't you drink or buy or use plastic water bottles Um, I try to buy second hand stuff when I can and people some people will say, well, you're getting rid of those manufacturing jobs if you don't buy new stuff. Well, maybe we don't need to manufacture as much. Well, that's going to affect the economy. Yes, well, maybe we can learn to do with less. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd like to see the world change for the better. Y'all know that, especially uh, shout out to my longtime listeners. Thank you very much to you. And to my first-time listeners as well, but my long-time listeners know I am about peace and love and nature. So I'm all for that. Call me what you will. Your tree hugger. Yup, yup. I will hug. I've hugged a tree. Mm-mm. I love this tree. You ever looked at a tree? You realize how fascinated it is with their root systems and like we've been. You know, here I live in Tornado Alley. And springtime in Texas, especially where I live near Dallas, is, is, is known. You know, they, they say the, the, um, um, April showers bring May flowers. Well, the March winds are real. And we had a storm blow through here. It was 85 mile an hour wind gust. I lost some limbs, but them trees stood. You know, them trees is outside for real. <laughs> and they're amazing, just like so many other things. I had this baby hawk just sitting on my fence today. And it was amazing to watch him. I tried to get close enough. He finally, he let me get close-ish. And he was like, nope, got to go. You human. You humans cannot be trusted. I don't know what you're trying to do, so I'm out. And he flew off to the to the chimney top of a of a neighbor's house and looked at me like, ha, you ain't got no wings. You can't get me now. You don't look like you got a gun. So (laughs) but that's the point of this episode. Let's treat each other and our planet better and um, hope we just don't get awakened or our day disturbed by a giant rumble and find out that it's that time. <laughs>
that the planet is resetting itself during our lifetime. So if we can reverse our effect on it, it's going to take all of us collectively to do so. So let's do our best to take care of ourselves and this planet, as I just said. So I hope you're doing all right. I hope you are doing okay. As always, I really hope you're doing all right. I mean that with every fiber of myself. So, as always, thank you for listening. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. Unleashed.